the Iowa Hawkeyes falling to the Penn State Nittany Lions 5-2 to two in the first round of the Big Ten Baseball Tournament that had been delayed for how long? Um, well, literally 24 hours. And the Hawkeyes failed to take advantage of pretty good pitching, I thought, from Iowa. Um, I'm trying to grab a box score here. And, of course, it's hard to do so because, unfortunately, um, the Big Ten Network does not do a good job, and neither does the University of Iowa, apparently, um, with uh, tracking stats. Um, so I'll try to grab some stats here in a moment. But it was uh, a day of just struggle, struggling to hit. I mean, just the struggling with their bats. I, I don't really know. Um, I thought Adam Mazur pitched pretty well. Uh, there was a report during the game that he had been dealing with back spasms uh, the night before. And certainly that didn't help. Uh, but again, you, you need somebody to be able to hit the ball, right? Um, Iowa had a pop fly in the first inning that uh, was probably five feet from being a homer. Uh, would have changed the game. Uh, Penn State also left, left a lot of runs on bases. And that's concerning for Iowa. Um, again, I, I think Adam, you know, Big Ten Pitcher of the Year, I'm not going to question Adam Mazur, but um, I think physically he was struggling a bit. I still thought he pitched okay. A lot of those hits came after he left the game. He left the game in the fifth inning, and I'm not surprised he didn't make it longer than that. But uh, Iowa, and this is a double elimination tournament. we got to establish that here first. This is a double elimination tournament, so Iowa will play tomorrow. But again, remember, they're on the bubble right now, and they are squarely on the bubble. All right, so uh, if they lose tomorrow, I, I think it's safe to say they're probably done. Um, and that's disappointing if you're Rick Heller. Rick Heller has been close a lot lately, and the NCAA tournament has eluded Iowa. We know the Big Ten is not as respected as some of your major conferences in the South. We understand why. Um but Iowa, as the three seed, there's no reason why they should be left out this year, it, it, with the exception being if they just bombed out here in this tournament. And so far, so so far, so bad, I, I guess. Um, just not a good start today. And again, going with the pitcher of the year, you'd hope for a better result. I'm a bit surprised. Now, I, I could be wrong, and, and if, correct me. I see there's only a couple people on right now, but maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong on this. But there's no reason to believe that Rick Keller could not have made a change had uh, you know, he he knows Mazer's struggling. Um, you you want him to be healthy for at least one of your two games because you have two games, right? You're going to be facing elimination tomorrow um, if you lose today. But now Mazer is not going to be pitching tomorrow. I, I just wonder, would it have been, and again, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but would it have been more advantageous for Iowa to hold Mazer out and, and and potentially get him healthy for tomorrow if they were back spasms that would be could be treated? Um but again, I thought he pitched okay. I keep coming back to that. I thought he pitched okay. But you just, you know, you go from an electric uh, series uh, from a batting perspective against Indiana to just nothing in this game. Um, so disappointing result. I do want to open up the call lines. I know we only got a few people on here. <laughs> Listen, this is me trying to provide some coverage to baseball. I I would love to be doing do more of these shows, but we need support to be able to do so. I know everybody's up for football, basketball, even women's hoops, but I can't do these shows without support. And I'd love to be able to do more of these. This show will be um, recorded and um, posted to uh, our podcast. So if you if you're following us on Spotify, Anchor, etc., 
you can listen to the show um, when it's posted later this evening. Um, you can listen back. So, and again, I'm trying to make it available for people. I want to provide some sort of a, a not just coverage, but a voice for people. So I do want to open up the call lines here. And if you're new to the show, 515-635-1601. 515-635-1601 is the number and the line is open. But let me just grab the number so everybody's got it. I'll put it up on the bottom ticker as well. I'd love to get your thoughts because I have never claimed, you know, I, I did one wrestling show this year and I, look, I, I think I know the basics of wrestling. I know more about baseball than I do wrestling. I'll admit that even as an Iowa guy, but I, I really would love to hear from you. So uh, again, the chat's open, the call line's open. How does Iowa fix its hitting struggles? Um, because again, you go from 60 to zero, you kind of go in reverse there from, from the Indiana series to today. And I, I go back to the, um, I don't want to call it an adage, but kind of the the saying with basketball that if you make a bunch of threes in garbage time, you know, save some for for next game, right? Um, because, and I wonder if that if that applies here with baseball. Because, I mean, thirty runs against Indiana in one game. I think they had what 12, 13, 14, somewhere in there um, in the second game. I know they leveled out on in game three, which you expect that to happen. They ended up winning two to one over the Hoosiers in the series finale, but you just wonder, did Iowa waste its hot batting early in that series? And has that just kind of carried over to today? Again, we're, we're looking for explanations to this, but the good news with this is, as we mentioned earlier, it is a double elimination. Iowa's not done. They're going to have a chance to work their way back into contention, not only for the big 10 tournament, but for the NCAA tournament. Look, if they win, if they were to win out and win this tournament, which I think is going to be hard to do because Maryland is just really good as is Rutgers. But if you're able to do that, you're in the tournament um, guaranteed. I think if they get to, if they can make it to Sunday, if they could make it to the championship round, you can win out, you find your way out of the loser's bracket, you win out and get to the championship round. I think you're in. I think Iowa needs at least a couple wins from here on out, at least. Um, losing to the lower seed in Penn State does not help. Let me see if I can grab a, a box score here for people. Um, again, final score today from Omaha, Iowa two, Penn state five in the first round of the big 10 tournament. And uh, again, trying to find a box score here. And I really wish that, uh, somebody would make this a bit more uh, accessible. Um, Iowa did, uh, break the, uh, big 10 tournament record or at least tied the record i know they tied the record with 17 strikeouts so <laughs> again i mean I, i'm not going to sit here and say it was a bad pitching day um you know they, they, there was again i think when you lose your your big 10 pitcher of the year in the fifth inning i think he would have went at least six or seven had he been healthy that changes things and you know certainly the home run what was it in the 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 fifth or it would have been the sixth inning i believe sixth or seventh inning that was sort of the straw that broke the camel's back in a low-scoring affair that was dominated by good pitching. And I thought Iowa's relievers came in there, played pretty well. But again, um, you're losing your Big Ten pitcher of the year um, early in a game that was very important. And I that's why I question whether whether or not it would have been advantageous for Iowa to wait and send him in on uh, on Friday. But to each his own, uh, hindsight is 2020. Um I'll kind of give everybody a, a, a 
background if you miss part of the game uh, i'll try to update you on how this game transpired so uh So no scores through the top of the third and um, or today, but heading into the top of the third Penn State um, <laughs> double potential double play ball uh, in the in the top of the third gets stuck in Scher's glove. And, and that that play was a killer. And I don't know if you consider that an error. Maybe somebody can fill me in on that. I don't know if you consider that an error, but the ball gets stuck in his glove, uh, the shortstop's glove. Um, Penn State's able to capitalize. They end up with a two-run single, and and again that that was sort of uh, the start of, of problems for Iowa. Um, but again, that that's not the pitcher's fault, right? That's whether you call it an error or not. It was just kind of a freak thing that happened. Um, Iowa responded though. Bottom of the third, um, they make it two-one um, on a play from. Um, who, who scored the, who, uh, I believe it was Huxdorf, I believe. Um, again, I'm trying to recall some of this by just looking at the, uh, the notes that I have here. Um, I believe it was Huxdorf that, uh, either scored or, or had the RBI. I was credited with the RBI. Um, and again, I, I look back at the, the notes I have here and <laughs> maybe I, maybe I'm just kind of carrying over from the, the two, one, uh, win against Indiana, but, um, I'm concerned right now. I mean, my, my notes reflect that. I'm concerned about hitting. Um, and I wouldn't have thought, would have never thought that. Again, thinking back to the beginning of that Indiana series. Um, so, yeah, uh, Adam Mazur left uh, at the uh, top of the sixth. So he went through five solid innings, um, gave up just four hits, two runs, eight strikeouts. Um, again, through back spasms. Uh, that's an impressive day for the Big Ten pitcher of the year. Um, the, the Matt Woods sh- shot uh, to uh, deep right field was was the the the, the nail that <laughs> that sunk the coffin, the the, cam- the straw that broke the camel's back in the top of the sixth, and and that was really all she wrote. Uh, Iowa had an opportunity to get out of that inning, um, and again, Matt Wood hit, hits the ball long and hard. I mean, that's kind of what he does. And put the Nittany Lions up 5-2. Iowa responded um, with an Isaiah Fallard ground ball to third base. Um, and an errant throw resulted in a score for the Hawkeyes, which put them back to 5-2. And you think, okay, maybe you got a shot heading into the final three innings, but just could never really gain much leverage um, uh, from a uh, from a hitting perspective. So that's the best I can do as far as a recap. Robert Fowler's here. He says one swing of the bat was pretty much the game. I've never seen so many strikeouts in a game at any level of baseball. And I credit that to good pitching, Robert. Um, again, you, you're probably more of a baseball guy than I am, but I credit that to, to good pitching from both sides. Uh, again, considering the circumstances with Iowa's star pitcher, um, I thought Iowa pitched the ball really well. But you you just cannot. It's 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 hard to overcome lackadaisical hitting and I don't know if it was you know I really don't know the circumstances if it's you know weather played a factor if it was the early start again you're looking for excuses looking for explanations but the bottom line Iowa is not done um let me uh, pull up the draw here the bracket and I can throw this up on the screen this is this is one thing I can do um I'll pull up the bracket so everybody can see it 
And if you're listening on the podcast later, I'll walk you through where Iowa stands heading into Friday. But again, final score today, 5-2. to two. Uh, Let me pull up this bracket here. And again, a lot of this was it, things were moved. If you have the original bracket and schedule, all that was changed. The bracket wasn't changed, but certainly the schedule was due to uh, the ridiculous amount of rain that we've received here in the state of Iowa and in Nebraska over the last few hours, or I should say the last 24 to 48 hours. Um, I'll pull the the bracket up here for everybody. And again, this has not been updated to reflect Penn State's win today, but um, all right. So this is what we're looking at, folks. Um, with Iowa's defeat, they will now move to the losers game, which will be played on Friday at 9 a.m. So we'll get another early game tomorrow. I can get rid of the score here for folks. Another early game tomorrow um, to try to work their way back into the winner's bracket, right? So they have an opportunity. They'll have to knock off the loser, whoever loses that Rutgers-Purdue uh, game, which I believe is uh, getting underway in just a few minutes on BTN. The winner of that game, I would assume that would be Purdue, or excuse me, the loser of that game, I would assume that would be Purdue. Um, Rutgers and Maryland, to me, are the clear one and two and reflected as such in, this, in the seedings. Um, Iowa will likely play Purdue, the seventh seed. You lose to Penn State and Purdue, the sixth and seventh seed, you're done as far as the tournament's concerned. Um, I did see Kyle Huseman, who's a reporter for HawkeyeReport.com, uh, Rivals website, Iowa website, and I can pull up some of the most recent projections from uh, Kyle's reporting um, as it relates to Iowa and the big dance. And Kyle, by the way, if you're not following Kyle Huseman and you're interested in Iowa baseball, follow Kyle Huseman on Twitter. He does a tremendous job over there at uh, HawkeyeReport.com and through Twitter. Just great updates. And um, let's see if I can find this here. Okay, so this is from D1Baseball.com. So this is Kyle Huseman just reporting, relaying. D1 Baseball and, and their NCAA tournament projections right now. According to D1 Baseball, um, the last four in right now, so teams 61 through 64 would be Alabama, Ole Miss, Old Dominion, Clemson. First four out, Texas, San Antonio, Iowa, San Diego, Pennsylvania. That's before this loss, so this loss is going gonna, is gonna to hurt you. Um, Iowa will now try to work their way back into contention in this tournament and certainly... Um, move above that that line and again that's just a projection but looking at this looking at the bracket I, I would uh, venture to say that Iowa needs to win at least two games um, especially since these are going to be the first game is going to be a loser loser bracket game I don't think beating Purdue is going to help you at all as it relates to the NCAA tournament and then certainly uh, you would play the winner of game five which is uh, let me trace this I know it's kind of confusing to uh, look at a double elimination uh, draw. Um, loser of game six, excuse me. Loser of game six, which is, um, yeah, it would be the loser of game six, which is the uh, 
Penn State, likely Rutgers game. So, uh, again, Iowa will play Purdue. If they get by Purdue, then you would play the winner of Penn State's second-round matchup, which would likely be against Rutgers, assuming that they hold serve. Uh, they would play the loser of that game. So they may play Penn State again. Very, very, very possible that they'll play Penn State again because of the double elimination um, set up here. <laughs> Mike says this looks more complicated than baseball. Mike, uh, I uh, excuse me, than, than March Madness. I would say this, Mike. I made this comment during the game today that uh, I love the NCAA tournament in, in, ba- in basketball and how it's set up, but I wouldn't hate uh, an NCAA tournament with double elimination in basketball. The problem is you have so many teams in the NCAA tournament. Now, I don't really care about the Big Ten tournament being a, a double elimination. And I, again, I, I don't think it's probably feasible for basketball for the big dance, but boy, it'd make things more interesting because you'd have, you'd have more teams that are probably less teams upset in general, right? You're going to have games that don't, don't go the higher seeds way, but typically you're not going to see the higher seed lose twice. Kind of like the NBA playoffs or the, uh, the MLB playoffs, typically the better teams win those series because they're series and a double elimination would, uh, would help that. But uh, appreciate you being here. Mike Hawkeye Howard says, Football should play a championship bracket like that. It's a lot of games, Hawkeye Howard. I don't think it's ever going to uh, happen in football. <laughs> um, but, uh, again, I like the double elimination for for baseball and basketball. But, uh, I, well, the good news about double elimination is you can, like I said, you you have a situation like this this morning where the bats just aren't working. Um, nothing's going your way, and Iowa's got an opportunity to, to, to rebound. So that is the draw. Um, Iowa will play tomorrow. We do know this. Iowa will play. And I can throw this up as a banner as well. Iowa will play tomorrow at 9 a.m. So let me go ahead and create this banner and and throw this up here. Uh, They'll play the uh, the loser, excuse me, of Rutgers or Purdue uh, at 9 a.m. tomorrow. That's 9 a.m. Central Time tomorrow from Omaha. Second round of the Big Ten Tournament. Um. Must win, right? I mean, the season's going to be over. You lose, you lose, uh, you lose in the second round. The season's over. Um, and again, everybody advances in the second round with a double elimination. So I will go ahead and take this off my screen here and throw up our our banner, maybe. Again, Rutgers, the two seed. It's going to be a tough out, even if if they do somehow lose to Purdue. Um, apologize for the delay here. All right. Iowa Rutgers tomorrow, 9 a.m. BTN. And, um, I see a very small crowd. I appreciate the few that are on here this, this morning. I I'm just trying, or this afternoon, just trying to provide some degree of post-game coverage for Iowa baseball because there isn't much out there, frankly. So uh, maybe the crowd would be bigger had Iowa lo- uh, won. Um, certainly, uh, uh, I would have been in a, a slightly better mood. We maybe would have taken this stream a bit longer. But Iowa will have a chance to bounce back, and it's a must-win. They're going to have some must-win games ahead of them. Iowa versus the loser of Rutgers-Purdue. They'll play tomorrow at 9 a.m. on BTN in the second round of the Big Ten Tournament. Appreciate 
all of you being here, Robert, Mike, Hawkeye Howard, everyone else for being here for a short time on this Thursday afternoon. And I will talk to you at a minimum. We'll talk tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon following tomorrow morning's second round action of Iowa at the Big Ten Tournament in Omaha.